Are you going to cough again? Nope, no coughing. Are you sure? Wow. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I put the level up to bring you into the conversation, to the show, right as you were unleashing tornadic, like that was an F4, F5 right into my eardrums. I'm sorry, I had something in my throat. So uh, you've said uh, you, were, you were wrapping it up, you're coming, and then you had something in your throat. Look, what you do with Thomas... While you're at home is none of my business, but actually it kind of is. Um, I wish, I wish my life were that interesting. The only thing that is of concern right now is I might pass out at the smell of my own BO because I'm working from home and I forgot to put on deodorant. <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, I'm ripe, man. That's awful. Uh, it's 2.36. I didn't think we were going to have a lot to talk about today, but we do. There's some breaking movie news. Yes. I'm still processing it. We'll get to that in a minute. Please, um, so a- Ashley couldn't make it today, and I don't... Oh, Ashley. Uh, but uh, but uh, making their long-awaited return, please let me introduce the one and only <gasps> Floyd. I shut the front door. Did you hear my BO comment? Were you silent the whole time? I heard you choking on sperm. <laughs> I heard everything. So from what I've gathered, Wait, Floyd, I need you. I need yes. your level. Floyd, I need your levels up a little bit. Um, I how's that? Not be- not better. I don't think it's that bad. I don't know. I'm on my AirPods. See, shit ain't changed with me. I don't know how to work this stuff still. Okay, okay, but yeah, he was there. Um, he was there the whole time, Alex. I told him to. I muted him because I wanted it to be a surprise. <laughs> I'm so wow. excited. I'm so much Hi. more. I'm so much more hot now because now I'm excited. So I'm like, <laughs> so my bo is gonna rev itself up for the rest of the podcast. Yeah. Oh my god! Hi, Hello. honey. Oh, how hi. are you? Hi. I'm, oh. Um, Hello. I'm alive. I'm breathing. Yes. So good. That this is making my day. My little cheeks hurt already. I'm smiling so much. Hi. Hi. All right, I'm on. Bye. Bye. <laughs> hey. Bye. Before uh Floyd, did you see the news about uh Warner Brothers and HBO Max stuff? Yeah, I um well I do nothing but scrolling now, so absolutely. I'm actually excited for some of the movies that are coming. All right, sit oh. tight. Sit sit tight. And this is the big story and like I'm watching Twitter blow up about that. We'll get to that. Um we were going to have Lexi on and uh, of you know that Lexi is impossible to get a hold of, although I'm in a group text with Lexi today with the str- with Mike Buck. It's crazy. You hate group text. Mike Buck can get Lexi to text him back. It's wild. Um, we're trying to figure out the Elliot Page stuff. Uh, so he has a wife. Is yeah. Elliot pansexual? Like we were confused by when you are a transsexual. Like, are you gay? Like, how does that? How does sexuality work within all that? Well, we're all part of the alphabet community. If you care. Um, I love is love. I don't explain it to people because I personally don't know myself all the terminology and I don't want to be disrespectful. If what works for them works for them and they're happy, then that's what they are. So, and congratulations to Elliot Page and mm-hmm. his partner. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're looking for clarity from me, you found the wrong gay guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I think we I think we we ran into we hit the wall of not wanting to go further when we read something that said well, that Elliot identified as queer. I was about to say, um, sorry to cut you off. I read Mm -hmm. a statement on Twitter and he, um, kind of just focused on being queer. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that, I think that, I think that's a question that a lot of folks have of like, what is, you know, when somebody identifies as queer, what does that mean? Which I don't think you can even answer because it could mean different things for different people. It is definitely, um, I, someone, I was in a panel about a few years ago and Mm -hmm. someone said it was a blanket statement. I'm like, no, not really. But if you want to put it (laughs) that way, like if I, I'm not going to be able to change your mind about it anyway, whatsoever. So what is it, what does it mean? I would say it's a blanket statement for that person. Everyone has their own like security blankets that work for them. So like for those who say it's a blanket statement to cover the whole alphabet world, it, it, it for that person. And like Alex said, you can't really, you can't give it a definition for, like my definition of queer would be different than Elliot's definition of queer. So that's why I'm just saying like, if someone wants to say it's a blanket statement, it's a personal blanket statement. Because like I said, my self-identification is a lot different than someone else's. So queer queer doesn't mean gay, right? No, but it's all part of that same spectrum though. You know what I mean? So like, it's more of a fluidity. Yeah, it's so it's so funny how that evolved. And I know we don't want to get too deep into this, but I like just a couple of weeks ago, my mom called and she's like, Alex, I said, yes, I was watching a show and some man called somebody else queer. And I was so upset. And I was like, it doesn't mean that anymore. Like, it's not, you know what I mean? Unless, yeah. I mean, depending on how, like how that person was saying it. And if they were, if they did mean to attack, I said, but somebody identifying as queer is not an insult like it's not it's not take like where i mean my mom is 69 so back in her day that was <laughs> right. like a total insult and so i was I, I, she came to me for something that i couldn't even really educate her on because i myself just am still open i, I still need a, a there's a lot of learning to do but we we reclaimed our time with that word yes absolutely that's word. exactly i kind we of just back I kind of described it in another word that has been reclaimed and taken back and used in songs and all sorts of stuff. Um, but I think what is most important in this conversation is I discovered Elliot Page's wife and her and their dance style. <laughs> what? So Elliot Page's wife is I've, I'm not going to go be as bold and say that they identify as a dancer, um, but they dance. And they add it to social media, and it's as awkward as Elliot Page. It is hard okay. to. It's hard. You need to go find it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So like. So, okay. So I know we gotta wrap this up, but like you got me. Is it like when you're watching? So you think? Oh, listen to her sperm cough again. <laughs> so um, is it like when you watch? So you think you can dance, or the dancing shows, and they do like contemporary dance and they're like this is art and you're just like no it's not it's worse like it's okay. i wouldn't even it's a it's a it's in the direction of contemporary dance let's see i just looked her up recently i could tell you her name emma portner is her name emma portner and um 
she her videos are all like black and white and she's very it's just it's very interesting guys it was I was like oh my god I I completely lost focus and maybe this is that negativity that Elliot is worried about with this announcement that like now there's attention on them (laughs) and their wife and their wives terrible dancing if you're posting it on social media it's up for judgment and if it's bad oh I was judging honey I was judging I'm like that is not what is this Eric, you still there? I, I, I talk to both of you all the time. Like, Go find it. It's when, so funny. Floyd, I need when, real life reactions. I, I am. Floyd, but when you said you were going to be able to be on today, I'm like, I kind of get a day off. <laughs> oh, no. Well, like, here's the thing. So, like, um, yeah. So, well, I'm interested in this um, this dance. What did you call it? Barefoot dancing? It's it's bare, it's barefoot. Da- yeah, it's barefoot dancing. Okay. It's as awkward as Elliot. It's a mix between Napoleon Dynamite and Contemporary. Oh, that makes me want to throw up. Um, so, <laughs> but okay, yeah, no, I'm actually just excited to be alive and talking. And you know, a, a bitch almost died, so we're oh. good. Oh my gosh, uh, Floyd, half COVID zero. Uh, I, yes, I'm a superhuman for the next three to six months. That's is, fantastic. Is, I, I have I, I've not heard anything about that so did they tell you that you can't get it again for that time period so they told me i think you can but they just said that my antibodies will be working got it with the virus for the next three to six months so i just reclaimed it and said this was my moment to be a mutant so i am officially an x-man and my superhuman power is immune to covid i guess this is the words i'm trying to find but We'll see, because you know the the virus is mutating. Yeah, so it's a whole, it it's, is. A whole new, it's a whole new strand now. Yeah, so it, you don't like yeah. God. It's it's not like a like a, a, a super virus, but it is it is changing microscopically. Mm-hmm. Um, but not like we're gonna have a vaccine and it's not gonna do anything. It's, it's yeah 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 yeah. It's very microscopic. Uh, well, throw some gloves on those arms and walk around like with your great X Men life. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited. Be I'm out like, in these streets. Like, cough on me, robber. <laughs> I'm good. I, can't, I can't fly, control weather, or laser bolt you with my eyes. Guess what? <laughs> bitch won't get sick. Um, so here's this Warner Brother news. The, uh, the production company is going to release its entire 2021 slate of movies on HBO Max the same day they hit theaters. And the headlines there are... Uh, the Suicide Squad sequel, Floyd for us, Mortal Kombat, Matrix yeah. 4, and maybe what will wind up being the biggest one, maybe, is uh, the the reboot or remake of, of the Dune. of Dune. Yes. Um, See, I was excited. You didn't even have my movie on the list. Tom and Jerry? No, I was excited for Into the Heights for all my theater people out there oh i didn't know they were doing into the heights and is this is this also wonder woman yeah. or is that a different okay uh, well, well that's this year it's coming on christmas day but uh, so all, all 17 of their releases for the entire year will hit um hbo max same day that they're in theaters whenever it is that theaters are, are more welcoming and people are ready to go back to them um i'm still processing so is, this, is this a good move I, I, like, I don't I don't have HBO Max or I don't really follow movies. Like, you're the movie guy to me. Like, do you think this is a good... I mean, for the times we're in, it's probably a great move. But do you think this is a good move? Because movies kind of just have a huge budget to make that money back. Do you think they'll get that money back? 
I don't know. Maybe what from it. I, I don't know the economics of it. I mean, this this news is still so new, even though there's been a lot to digest over the last eight or nine months now. I'm wondering if this is... I mean, they obviously have... You're talking about HBO and Warner Brothers here, so there's, there's deep pockets where maybe they're just going to write the whole year off as a loss to build up HBO Max as, as in this supersized Netflix-type streamer yeah. where... They'll just write it off as a loss this year, and they'll try to make the money back in future years. Well, is it also possible that HBO Max could have paid them, like, you know, so they're still going to get ticket sales from these movies in the theaters. Not a ton, but they'll still get ticket sales. But did HBO Max potentially, they could have paid them to partner. So they could, they're still making money. Like, I imagine that the HBO Max said here, we will pay you to play your movies on our platform well, it's a, because people have to come. People have to pay. I pay. I love HBO Max, by the way. It's I hope they don't. I hope they don't up my price. But it, and <laughs> and that therein therein might be the rub. That's why right. I, I locked into Disney Plus for three years to avoid any price increases. Um, it's what's surprising. This is not going to be what Disney did with Milan because I think. HBO Max right. would have been well within their right to go. It will be on HBO Max, but it'll be nine ninety nine or nineteen ninety nine. These will be like Wonder Woman on Christmas Day, free and available if you're an HBO Max subscriber. But I, it, just like Netflix has like doubled in price, I would expect all these streamers, the ones that are successful, to inch up their costs and yeah. price over the years or add things a la carte. I mean, this is this is the new model, and I don't. I guess the bigger question, like what Floyd was probably alluding to, is what does this mean for movie theaters? Yeah, like, like I was thinking, actually, to backtrack for a second, don't waste your time to see Mulan. That movie was long and boring. I um, loved Mulan. You shut your ew, mouth. Did you? <laughs> yes, honey, I loved it. Firm call. Anyway, I'm just giving you a hard time. But, like, you know, um, so I am not a huge movie theater person. But there are certain movies that I'm like, I have to see that in the movie theater. Like, for me, it was like Star Wars, all the Harry Potters, the X-Men movies. Like, any action-packed movie I wanted to see, I was like, yeah, I get a, I got a big screen TV, but, like, I want that theater experience. For me, I'm like, I kind of want to see Wonder Woman in the movie theater, as risky yeah. as it may be. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one of those movies that you want to see her swing from that lightning bolt and take on the villain in IMAX or 3D or whatever you want to call it. So I, for me, I, I, 50-50. Like, I love the idea because, you know, we're all staying safe still in, in our home. But, like, for some movies I want to see, like the like Matrix 4, I feel like you need to see that movie in the movie theater. Yes. No? Yes. Okay. You know, you I that might be that I think this is when Eric is being quiet and letting because he knows we're gonna talk our asses off. This, <laughs> this might that might be the only reason why I'm like, uh, because when I sent this to Eric just before the podcast and I'm like, Oh my god, I'm so excited. I don't miss the movie theaters. But you're right, like I do love the movie, like how um the sound has developed in movie theaters mm-hmm. and how wide the screens are. I think that's fantastic. But that's it. And I do have a really nice TV. I do have a home theater system. <laughs> like, I'm like, you know what? I think and like, you know, Thomas and I are about to buy a house and we're movie people. So hopefully in a basement, we can get like a projector down there. But I don't know. I'm not mad at it. I'm so excited for this. 
I already have HBO Max. I love HBO Max. And um, I'm, I, I just cannot wait. And I'm not mad at it. I might still go to the theater for some things. But mm-hmm. the cost of popcorn and candy compared oh, yes, to getting it oh. for myself. And, and we, are, we are very much like when we go to the theater, I have to have my M&M's popcorn and Coke. Thomas has to have his large popcorn, extra butter, like kind of stuff. So There's $50 right there on top yes. of Yes. Oh, my God. Ticket. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to not having to deal with the people, not having to worry about if somebody's going to sit next to me. I'm shoulder and, to shoulder with people in, the, in like Marvel movies. You but. know what? Now that you like another thing, you know what? You're you're gonna convert me. You're gonna convert me. Because another <laughs> thing, no, no, I really, no, I really think. And Eric, um, back me up on this. There are certain times I miss something in a movie, and I want to go back and rewind it. Because mm-hmm. like there's certain times, like I can't even remember what movie I saw, but I was like, what the hell happened? Or like yes. maybe I have to go pee in the movie theater and I miss a whole section. So I, you know what? A Jordan Peele movie where you have to like work it out with your friends and figure out what the fuck just happened. You know what? I, I you've converted me. I I, I was like sixty percent. I'll bump it up to like I'm seventy one percent with this. I think, and this is not my expertise by any by any imagination. And I'm so different of a moviegoer. For, like I'm different in everything because. I, I like going in a big empty theater at 1130 after work or now before work. Paying, You're a Matt Nay person. Yeah, yes. paying, paying seven bucks, having the theater to myself. You Rob, old man. <laughs> I, look, you just said you don't want to sit next to anybody. I, don't, I had the theater That's to myself. Um, <laughs> and I wonder if, if the way to help movie theaters stave off extinction is making every theater like that, that extra value theater that... I think Franklin oh, Park has like back, the, yeah. the super big screen and because mm. because 3D 3D movies didn't work. Uh, it, it wasn't Mm-mm. worth the cost. It wasn't worth trying to make those glasses work. It Mm-mm. it didn't work. So how do how do movies evolve so that they can stave off people sitting at home? And it's probably a combination of things. I think Floyd, we might have even done this on the air, a podcast about it before. Like, what would get us back to the movies? Making all the screens like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. Probably. Um, well, what was it? A movie pass went bankrupt, but the Cinemark <laughs> pass is too expensive. And like, you get one free ticket a month. That's ridiculous. Yeah. And twenty percent off concessions. No, you need to have better values there. Uh, maybe concierge service, although that yes. can be disruptive to the movies. Mm-hmm. Or have a be able to more more alcohol in theaters. Um, <laughs> That's so yeah. I, I think that there's like a collect because I, I, I don't think movies will die, but they have to adapt. It's just a matter of like, I think AMC might not make it out of the pandemic. Will well, the theater chains have enough money in the coffers to make some of these adjustments so that they can still exist? Well, it's crazy because the, the Linux in Columbus is closing its doors. And that was like the, I would have stuttering, sorry. All my friends in Columbus would always go to the Linux. And like to actually see my friends share that like a piece of their like, cinematic history is like literally shutting down is never in my wildest dreams being born in 1983 would I ever think that we would see the extinction of the movie theater I remember I went to the Lennox to see Twilight (laughs) with my friends I'll never forget when um they ripped off Edward Cullen's head or the dad's head oh yeah no I remember that I was at Lennox in Columbus (laughs) 
anyway, but yeah, continue. like, so, but but you know, you know the history of that theater. You know what I mean? Like, it was as big as Columbus is. People would literally drive across town to go to the Linux. So by no means was that movie theater struggling to begin with, with all the other movie theaters around there. Like it's it's historic. So it's like I said, I never thought I would see the day where movie theaters kind of just like, hey, shutting the door. We're gonna put a. There's gonna be a Spirit Halloween next year. don't do it they're not gonna go away but the the economy of it's gonna have to change and i we like alex you talked about and Floyd, you pointed out like what it costs for all that food and stuff they're gonna have to make it a better economic value and i I get it like movie theaters make money with concessions and they lose money by showing the movies that's just the so the economic model is gonna have to change a little bit and it's gonna have to be better for the consumer but i don't think we're ever gonna want to stop um going to the movies because as big and as awesome as our home experiences are now with with television and sound systems and all that stuff and 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 the level of comfort because we can lay on the couch or whatever we can sit Uh with the dog you know you're never gonna have a movie theater size screen in your home or that sound system or for many people i think justin's talked about before like just feeling that uh, that synergy of energy throughout the theater when mm-hmm. Thanos walks through a portal yes. or, or, yes. or 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 um, Joaquin Phoenix dances down the stairs. Like in the same yeah. way where, where I want to feel that in an empty theater, the normal person wants to feel that in a full theater. That's, I will you, never forget my Black Panther experience. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> Ever. I will never forget my Black Panther experience. And and when everybody came back in uh, Infinity Wars or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I'll never forget that. Well, like, even with movie theaters, like, when we, because I, I firmly believe we will get through this pandemic. Do you think that we'll go back to that normal in a way? Like, where Warner Brothers would be like, okay, we're going to finish off this contract for 2021. But 2022, y'all got mm-hmm. to go back to the movie theater. Well, what and they, I would some companies have have great thinkers and visionaries. Other ones don't. Maybe what it is is they're like we're going to lose the money this year, but we're going to get people in the habit of watching these these releases at home first rather than vice versa. And maybe what it'll be is in 2022, they will still release them. They'll release Wonder Woman 91 in Mm -hmm. 2022 in the theaters. But then if you want to watch it at home, it's going to cost you 15 bucks. Okay. Okay. Okay, That kind of makes sense to me then. Okay. And I think, I think that we'll be able to go back and it it is going to, it's going to warrant some vision from these movie theaters um, that probably have never had to have it before. Um, because I, you're right. I think that the movies need to adapt, um, which might cost some money. You need to be able to adapt, though, into maybe more of an experience. I've been waiting yes. for the freaking longest for Toledo to get some um, some reclining seat, like those those like big comfy seats. And yeah. I would not mind a dinner style theater. Like we go to the, and and I'm we're somebody that goes to the movies at least three or four times a month. Like we went mm-hmm. a lot, a lot. And so um, I want to see it evolve into into more of an experience. I'm not expecting us to get those interactive seats, uh, but that was a damn good time that I spent. I want to <laughs> say I spent 30 bucks a ticket on that seat to watch Annihilation, I think it was, with um, Natalie Portman. It was fantastic. It was great. It was great. One, one more thing. Um, I feel like movies and their concessions 
and maybe just it's the theaters here and it's different elsewhere. Alex, you talked about the dinner places and I know we've uh-huh. got the bar at, at, at Franklin Park, but uh-huh. I, I don't know how expensive or inexpensive the drinks are. I don't think it was ever fast or convenient, but adding alcohol to theaters would be one thing. But yes. another thing, like to me, movie theater problems are wrapped up in... They're nacho cheese and pretzel bites. The listen, nacho, listen. The nacho yeah. cheese is like sludge. And, the and they're pre- hot dogs. And the pretzel bites are hard and lukewarm at best. So it's kind of like McDonald's. <laughs> it, it's like McDonald's in the 90s. Like McDonald's like- was living off... They were the burger place. They were they were the top of fast food. And then Chipotle and Chick-fil-A came along and they're like, we're going to do what you do, but we're just going to have good food. I am bouncing on my couch right now. Listen, <laughs> I was going to say, the one thing to get me back in the movie theater is if y'all don't get that nacho cheese in order, I don't understand. Nacho cheese should not have the consistency of pudding. Right. I said what I said. I said what I said. I shouldn't have to wrap, unopen it like. <laughs> yes. I should, and I also shouldn't have to stir it to activate the flavor. Yes. Like that's so like, You're supposed to stir hard? it to activate the flavor. Well, no, because like, it, it's been sitting there for yeah. so long. Oh shit! Oh shit! So I'm just like, if I'm paying eight fifty for this, I'm not trying to work. Yep. Like, you know what I mean? Oh, and, and you're gonna you, you hit the you hit the the whatever the nail on the hammer, whatever you say. You're like, gonna, that is a perfect point. You're gonna you're gonna nuke uh uh an eight inch personal pan pizza from Pizza Hut and charge they thought they were they thought they were doing something with those Pizza Hut minis <laughs> and honestly the little cookies and the brownies and you could get oh. you an individual pan pizza they thought they were doing something I think they need to bring like ballpark style hot dogs I'm a hot dog girl if I could get something that I could get at a baseball game this happened. Yeah, I'll take it. This happened in baseball parks as well. Like I remember as a kid growing up, and even into the early two thousands, ballpark food was it's just what it was. Like there was maybe one spot in the park that had oh I can get a hoagie here or a deli sandwich, something other oh, than a yeah. hot dog. And then all of a sudden, somebody had this idea like, hey, let's serve quality food and creative <laughs> food. And now one of the, a couple of the biggest days of the year here in Toledo are when the walleye and mud hens release the new food items for the year. Mm-hmm. And it's like vanilla cheesesteak cheesecake mm-hmm. and like butter wrapped pretzel bites stuffed Cheese with pizza curds. rolls. <laughs> right. yeah. it's, like, it's like, it's like, I've never heard of that before, but I'm willing to pay a ticket and take you kn- it. You know what, Eric? You should, you should reach out to Casey and you should, I don't know what the mall is doing, but I would love it if I could go down there and get me some chicken teriyaki and fried rice and walk it up to the movie theater and eat it in the movie theater. Like if the theater had trays and like, you know what I mean? Instead of the movie theater concession stand, it was the food court that was the concession stand. I mean, they're right by each other. Right. <laughs> anyway, I, Floyd, with you're so right. You couldn't have de- de- described the nacho cheese any better, and I know exactly what you're talking about because there's like the lighter cheese and then the darker, and you have to mix yes! it together. Yeah, um, on top is like this. this I'm worried on what I eat. Then I must yeah. have consumed like the chemical infested like top no! layer. <laughs> Floyd, I, I would rather. Floyd, I would rather, and I know that they couldn't do this, or maybe they could. Floyd, I'd rather. Hit up the Kroger uh, at Monroe and Secor, get a bag of pizza rolls, take it to the theater and go, I don't want your fucking nacho cheese, but I will pay you $2 more <laughs> to heat up my pizza rolls. Absolutely. Like, it's, it's, 
Oh, like I remember, I don't even know how long they switched over, but I remember I was like, I want pretzel bites. Because where else do you get pretzel bites around the world? You, The movie theater, no one sells them like individually. You can buy them at the grocery store, but you're like, oh, I'm going to treat myself. I'm about to go see Power Rangers the movie. Let me get me some pretzel bites. <laughs> then they handed it to me. I said, what is this? What is this snack pack? What are you doing? <laughs> like, wait, so, well, oh, okay. And then I open it and I'm like, it's like when you have something sit for a while, there's that film on top and like you have to like forcefully put your pretzel in the cheese and you're just like, and then you break that barrier and then the cheese below it is like some pale yellow cheese. You're like, what's happening? Listen, I am a cheese rights crusader. I don't mess with my cheese. Listen here. Do you maybe have a knife and and steak? Do you have a steak knife and fork that I can use to cut my pretzel bite in half? <laughs> right, oh, right. First off, I order pretzel bites, not crouton bites. Okay. Right. <laughs> um, Alex, uh, yes. I was gonna text you last night because last night was one of those nights. It's the. Uh, have you guys ever seen the meme where it's somebody and they're thinking, if I watch another show, how much less sleep do I get? If I watch another episode. <laughs> I have That's been doing that. Crown. I've been doing that, and I'm ashamed to say what I've been watching, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> I I almost texted you last night because I know we're 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 in sync with shows. Um, I have, and I almost finished it, but I I had to. I got up at six thirty today to meet a friend for coffee. This would have kept me up to like one thirty. I figured, you know what? I'll I'll save it. I'll save oh my it God, for tomorrow. What did you watch? The Undoing is <gasps> incredible. I just started it like an hour ago. Is it? I'm only. I just. I'm not even finished with the first episode. I'm like, let me start this before my meeting while I eat did, my lunch. Did you get to the part <laughs> of seeing her pubic hair? Oh wow. Um, I didn't, so I must have missed that. They must have only did a glance, like, for one second. Oh, I, I did I, 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 in the locker room? Yes, I, I wasn't. I must Rewind. not have been. <laughs> you, need, you need to take that <laughs> But I was, I, it reminded me of the YMCA locker rooms when I was a kid, and my mom used to do her water aerobics, and all those bitches would be walking around naked. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is uncomfortable. It was, it was triggering me, but I felt really uncomfortable for Nicole Kidman in that moment. Um, there's another movie. Ew, you see her vagina? No, no, no. There was some lady's vagina in her face. Like, she, she was like, like a, literally, she was sitting down, and yeah. the lady was standing up. And <laughs> she was. I was. I. I. I'm. I've done four episodes, and my only hope now is that the conclusion is really good, and that they 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 tie this up neatly and don't give me a cliffhanger. No. So I, I'm gonna finish it tonight, but it's it's been sensational. It's. I heard. Th- there's a cliffhanger. Yeah, I know, I, but maybe they'll they'll solve one part of it and open up a, a new storyline. But it's really good. It's better than I expected, even through all the the glowing reviews I uh, I skimmed through. And I almost turned it off because I'm like, the last thing I want, I, I don't need any more snotty, rich New York people. I don't want to watch this. But then it, then it hooked me. <laughs> that we, we are in sync. That's really funny. So I started it just an hour ago. It reminded me a lot of the affair. Did you watch the affair? Who's in it? I forget. It was the years ago on, I think, Showtime. Anyway, um, it oh, was a little... I know what you're talking about. Yes. It was a little slow, but I'm going to keep going. I'm going to actually turn it on when we're done and I'm sending emails and whatnot. But I was... I um, We started Narcos Mexico, um, which has been pretty cool. And you know, like Floyd, I've had a really hard time mentally for the last couple of weeks, like re- like worse like than I've ever mm-hmm. had. 
And so I needed stuff to just dump my mind, like just dump my mind. So I Clone H- Wars. HBO Max has Boondock. No, no, no. Clone thing. The Boondock. Yes, honey, Boondocks. It was <laughs> Uncle Ruckus oh is oh is and always will be my favorite. <laughs> and Uncle um, Ruckus impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> can, can I say the N word? Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So Uncle Ruckus is like this. He's he hates black people, but he's this big black man. But he's big. He doesn't think he's black though. He thinks yeah. he has a disease. He's always like, you can't be ass, funky ass, funky ass, never. <laughs> <laughs> no, I watched an episode the other day where he threatened Obama. So he he got arrested and he was no longer able to talk about Obama. So they interviewed him and he says, due to my lawsuit, I can no longer talk about that nigga Obama and his monkey family. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, uh, Eric, it's your type of humor. Or if the you had to block that out, block it out. <laughs> yeah. But that, there's also an episode where, like, he's talking to someone. He's like, I hate my skin because it's black. <laughs> and I hate my gums because they black. But he's, but he's your very stereotypical black person. Yeah. Yes. So self-loathing. It, He's so hateful oh of himself. It's so funny. Okay. So anyway, so I started watching the Boondocks, but then this is where I went left, and Thomas makes fun of me every night. I started watching the Real Housewives of Potomac, Ew. <laughs> and I've never seen it before because I was like, I'm not gonna watch these blonde-haired hoes. No. <laughs> and they're black. They're black, by the way. Not. Not. I'm not referring to white women. Um. <laughs> and I started watching it from the most recent season and I've been hooked. Like I've been watching it until midnight every night and I'm normally in bed by nine thirty and Thomas is like, You're gonna turn into a hood rat. <laughs> like, I love I love the personality traits of this podcast right now. <laughs> we got we got Eric with the Nicole Kidman show. We're getting down to the boondock and real housewives. And I'm over here just like I've been been watching the Animaniacs, the Lulu, <laughs> and I'm just like, that's my life the past week. <laughs> Adulting in 2020. Here for everyone. Um, I, I want to go back to Nicole Kidman for one second, and then we'll go another direction. Yes. Alex, the beginning of it, when she's naked, I've seen, I don't know if there's a woman in my life I've seen naked more than Nicole Kidman. Um, uh. Like, she is always doing these kinds of trippy psychological shows or movies going back to um eyes wide shut yes and then was weird just a couple of months ago uh I, there's a netflix movie i came across it's a couple years oh, old oh yeah the killing uh, of a sacred deer of a sacred deer that With, was that that scene where she laid out on that bed tripped me out yes! so bad oh my god like you'd never think an actress of nicole kidman's caliber would do that but that was that was a great movie <laughs> and that was like the movie version of this, so it's like when there's hey, we we need a hot rich people for a psychological thriller with all kinds of twists. Oh, Nicole's ready to just she's Nicole signed up already. She always and even part of her character in this is the same as it is in um, Big Little Lies. Isn't that Big Little Lies on yeah. HBO? Yeah. Where she's like this affluent white woman who sends her kids to a good school and she's all involved in like their their kid lives in the school PTA and whatever. Um, so it's it's similar characters. You're right. The the sacred deer though that freaks me out. Floyd, I want to tell you, it's, it'll just take a second. Her husband is like a surgeon, and mm-hmm. in this, and there's a scene where they look like they're about to have sex, and she takes off her robe and her clothes, and she lays on the bed, 
But then she goes limp, like she's acting. She goes what? limp and he picks up her hand and it drops down. But she's acting. Apparently her husband, who is Colin Farrell, gets oh, wow. off, gets off by her laying on the bed and acting like one of his patients. Like it, it was a sexual pleasure of him to watch her naked out on his bed, just like like she's like she's just went under for surgery. It was the creepy. I'm like, what the hell am I watching? I don't know if Whoa. I can keep watching I, this. I, I wasn't ready for that. I, I lo- that was great. That's totally my kind <laughs> of movie. Um, oh, Eric. I did finish. So. Um, all right. So to go forward a little bit, Floyd, give us some because Alex and I were nerding out big time about Star Wars stuff mm. on on Monday, and now she's. I'm telling her to to, to do Rebels. Uh, instead of Clone Wars, so she's up yeah. to speed with Mandalorian. Yeah. So okay. So apparently, okay. Yeah. So Rebels. I started Clone Wars. Found it a little too slow. So I have not seen Clone Wars. So don't go for me for that information. Rebels kicks you in the face from the very first episode. So definitely do it. And there's crossover episodes, so you catch some Clone Wars stuff along with Rebel stuff. It leads you up to the Mandalorian and my girl Rosario Dawson. You're in. Boom. Okay. Snap. We started Clone Wars, and I was confused from the very beginning because I'm, and I knew that was going to happen. I'm like, I'm not. I need to figure out where this starts and where it aligns with the movies, and I'm trying to figure this all out, and I couldn't. And so I, we only got through one episode. <laughs> that, that no, no, Eric, because Eric suggested it to me um, a while ago. Well, like a few years. It was over the. Ago. It was over the summer. Yeah. I, I watched yeah. it in, in May. Mm. And then, like, I started it. Mm-hmm. He told me. It ended it like, like the whole series within two weeks. Like I was, it, I was hooked. The um, the villains are good. The character development. I found myself emotionally attached to these computer animated people. Like I was like, like when the show, the very final episode of Rebels, not give anything away. I found myself crying. I met yeah. her. I go, <laughs> I am crying like a baby right now in the last five minutes of this show. So definitely, Aww. if you are more of the. And it definitely, if you're more of those character development type shows, mm-hmm. Rebels is really good with that. As with, as for Clone Wars, those characters are already established. You know, you have like Yoda, right. um, young Darth Vader, Ahsoka, and all them. So I liked Rebels because it was actually a new saga to see new characters develop. And then once you get attached to them, they kind of incorporate some of the Clone War characters. But like, they're only in and out for like a few episodes, but then goes back to like their normal storyline. Okay, I'll start. We'll start Rebels then. We haven't, there's, I'm, I'm obviously, I really enjoyed Real Housewives of Potomac and all the fights and the hood rats. Where is Potomac? In what? The, what? It's DC. outside of DC, yeah. Uh, okay, see, I didn't even know. I would have to Google it. The Potomac well, is the river that you see whenever there's like a shot of DC. I'm all caught up oh. now. Oh! Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then I started The Undoing, so now I'm going to go back to that. You'll wrap up The Undoing. You'll probably, you might be done today, tomorrow at the latest. Okay. How many episodes uh, is it? Like four? Six. Oh yeah, okay. Uh, Floyd, so so you're doing Sephora stuff, uh, but so what's going on with George? Is he open but closing closed the ten? <coughs> oh my god, I caught caught Alex's cough. Hold on. Uh huh. <coughs> Shut Literally up! I'm off. by myself. I'm by myself. <laughs> Keep quiet. Um. So all the mandates have really shut down my other livelihood, which is performing. So. I no longer work in Michigan because everything's shut down up there. Um, down here in Ohio, I know Adam Street is doing their best. I went to George's last night for the first time in a while. So they're open till mm, 10, 10, 10, 10. 
because you can get food if you're still on the road with all. I see. I don't even understand the mandates, but all the bars are open. They're trying, but you can definitely tell the clientele has died down. So, like for me, it kind of worries for when we when we do go back in order. So, I don't know. It's just it's scary to think that like I'm not going to be able to have my white claws in public. <laughs> Why? I well, it's just. Because I work, well, keep in mind, I work at my other job until like nine. You know oh, what I mean? And, mm-hmm. about it, and I actually talked about this with Elijah the other day. I said, you know what? I don't really want to go out, but like, I'm also mad I don't have that option anymore. But, yes. and I know, so I don't even know, like, I know you asked me a question, but it's just, I can't answer it because I honestly don't think anyone's doing well. They're just doing their best. And have, have you, have you thought about uh, ditching Sephora and, and finding another job? <laughs> well, the silence already told you my answer. So, <laughs> yes, 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 I have. I have. And it's not because I don't like Sephora. It's just for me. And also keep in mind, um, and this is the best way to describe it. Sephora also has mandates and stuff, too. We're no longer allowed to apply makeup on people. Yeah. I don't have a creative outlet anymore. So for me, I'm just a salesperson at Sephora. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get to when someone comes in and is like, hey, can you match me to a foundation? I love sitting someone in a chair, pulling out, like, three different foundations and putting it on their face and see how they like. Like, that's a creative outlet for me. So for me, I would say that I have thought about looking other places. I haven't. But it's crossed my mind. Like, hey, what other creative stuff can I do? But nothing's happening. It's like all the creative... It's like COVID came and all the creativity got sucked out of the world. Yeah. Listen. I don't know. Yeah. It's like, you know, it really has. Like it's, there's so much disconnection. Like even when you're asked a question about George's, it's like you're so disconnected even, from it. You don't even know. I couldn't even give him an answer. And, and that, yeah. George's was my life. You know what <laughs> I mean? And, and in a way it still is. Like you should ask me that question and I shouldn't even have to stutter, think or pause about it. But, like, you asked me a question, and I just gave you a real-life answer. I don't know. You yeah. asked me a question about Sephora, and I was just like, you know what? I don't know. That, that, that's, that's totally fine. <laughs> yeah, there's, yeah. There's, a lot of un, there's a lot of uncertainty. And I, I know you were hesitant to say, to say yes about looking for a job with, the, with Sephora stuff. One, if they were going to get on you for, like, looking for other work, their head's not in the game right now because everybody is – looking to do what they can do that's best for them mm-hmm. well and then and then keep in mind i work at the forum site jc penny guess what's happening in 2022 their contract is up with jc penny and sephora's moving in the cold it's been all over wow. the it, it, yeah, in toledo all, all sephora's well Kohl's has now has a contract with sephora oh. so and that starts all the supports and pennies will be gone at some point between 2022 to 2023. Then Coles will be picking up Sephora. Wow. So like, it's, so, like, it's just as the world has stopped, the corporations have not. So it's mm-hmm. just – and like I said, that's still two years away. Like, I scrolled through it and saw it on Facebook. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Click the article. I go, huh. All right, cool. That doesn't bother me now, but I'll think about that in 365 days. Yeah. However, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not worried about it now, but it's just a creative person. Like, I love 
expressing myself, expressing my art, helping other people express their art. And I don't have a sense of that anymore. Like I do love still working at Sephora. I love my coworkers. It's literally one of the jobs I had where like I get along with every coworker in the store. Like no one really rubs anyone the wrong way. We all clock in, do our work, go home. We chat with each other every now and then on our via text message or Facebook messenger. But it's just a lot. There's no creativity anymore in the world. Like if you were to take us out, take all the color out the world, it'd be black and white, and we would still go about our day normally. Like Mm -hmm. that's just how I feel. Mm. That was deep. Sorry, I'm trying to get that, an Emmy. But it's accurate. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> deep or not, it's a depiction of your what your your day to day, like what you're experiencing, and that's. I mean, it just it's accurate. Well, like you said, you're still working at home, and like last night, Ashley and I went to George's to hang out for a little bit, and she was explaining to me about like hotel stuff and like stuff they're going through, and it's it's crazy because like I work in retail and I am a drag performer. But she works in hospitality, and no way do those worlds or universe intersect or connect. But they're going through the same thing. Like, everyone is just having a hard time, and I just am going to get serious. And I need government and people just to get off their asses and help people out here. Like, I'm struggling, but, like, I'm Mm -hmm. sure there's a family out there struggling worse than me. You know what I mean? I still have a roof over my head. I still got money in my bank account. My bills are paid for the most part. Got that Verizon bill. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just help. <coughs> help. No, you're good. Help us out. Like, it's like a plea. Yeah. Like, like you, we voted you guys in office to help us. Like, by, by, it, by any means necessary, just help out the little people out here. Because it's, it's hard. Because I can't imagine, and I even told my sister, she has a 14-year-old. That's one child. I can't imagine having one child let alone three or four. Well, that's your mistake. Use a fucking condom. <laughs> well, you know that, Eric, you know what I mean. Hush your mouth. No, like, I, no wait, hold on. Some of them are families out there, too. Yep. I'm going to go back, Alex. Uh, when you get to the app, uh, I can't even tell you. I, just text me later on tonight. Never mind. Um, <laughs> no, you're, you're right. There, there, there's, uh, I, they, I would spoil it, and I don't want to do that. There's, yeah, there's, don't. there's seemingly like, there's three things right now that, that are intersecting, and I don't know how much of it will ever go away. You've got people who are sick with COVID, people like who Alex and I have talked about with the schools who have to quarantine and isolate and be safe though they don't have it and then there's there's industry that are recognizing that okay uh we can run things more efficiently with less people and save money and all these things are coming together and i don't know how i mean covid will probably always be around now because of like Floyd, what you mentioned how it's it's going to mutate it's 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 probably going to be like the flu until we can eradicate it like polio or something until it as long as it has one host on the planet it's possible that it's going to bounce around and it's not going to be so deadly but it will likely always be here and businesses are always looking to mm-hmm. to cut costs and all these things you know life is going to be different um you know Alex, let I, me, go ahead i would say let me put in perspective for you too now imagine everything you just said and working then getting covid yeah. I am a living witness. I was house written, ridden for 21 days. I was bedridden for 13. Like, I couldn't move. Like, I had, like, my doctor when I went to the hospital, and I was admitted. Um, I lied to Ashley and told her that I wasn't. She was very mad at me when I told her the truth last night. So, sorry, girl, if you're listening. But, um, 
I was, my doctor said I was very textbook. I didn't lose taste or smell, but I have dizziness, fever, headache. And keep in mind, I have underlining conditions. My sugar has never, in the past three years I've been back on insulin, never been over 170. I'd say probably 180 on a bad day. My sugar, the whole 21 days, topped off at 342. That's only 200 points away from a coma. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, elevates all this stuff. And, like, I was out for three weeks. And let me tell you about that. Was it CARES Act pay or whatever it's called? Uh-huh. When you're off for, like, a certain... Listen, my bill, my paycheck was $92 for three weeks. Really? Yeah. That, And I'm telling you, it... before but like let me tell you if you are like trying to just stay above ground and you get covid it kicks you in the vagina balls and slaps you in the face like it takes you out and it's more than just health it's your livelihood your finances everything it just wipes me down so i can only imagine these families out here just i'm one person but these families out here who are like protesting and marching on the capitals i get it i get it trust me i get it oh it's insane fix us please and wear a mask <laughs> do something out here it's crazy i've been on the podcast for forever but it feels like the conversation is still the same <laughs> yep <laughs> I, just got, I, just, I just just got so pissed about it like i just rolled my eyes i'm like why why are we still going through this i haven't been here in about three months <laughs> yeah it's we talked about this yesterday there was like some very oversimplified ideas like this is pretty easy to to beat uh, like a mind. I was having lunch or breakfast with a friend of mine today. We were talking about viruses and stuff. He's like, they don't have they don't have brains. They just go person to person because people cough on each other. Like, mm-hmm. wear a mask. Stay away from people. Stay home if you can. Wash your hands. Like these are all things that like like Floyd. What's the what's the golden rule? Keep your fucking hands to yourself. Right. Like. like- <laughs> Don't cough on people. Stay. I mean, these are real simple things that a four-year-old can manage. And I say this at work all the time. Unless you have a sore throat or you are mute, you can yell across me from across the store. I right. will not get mad at you. You can be like, hey, sir. I'm like, yes, ma'am. What you want? Because I've been sick. I don't want to even risk it. But what's that noise? I, I'm opening up a package I got. Sorry. I was like, "Are you opening some candy?" I know. Me too. I was like, "What is it? A Twix?" I have a uh, I have a a female (laughs) to USB connector here, so I can podcast from home in case we have it happen a couple of weeks ago. So, Alex, to answer your question, it was not a Twix, but I was on the same page as you. That sounds like (laughs) Twix foil. (laughs) <laughs> it's like what is sorry, that sorry sorry well we're glad you're better we were following all along and then i was like oh he's ranting on the internet he's fine let me focus on donna now is she good? Is, she seems uh, oh, oh, oh. one oh my lord my whole let me tell you i know we and i've even said it when we were on air together 2020 has been a shit show so i got covid my sister got the flu my nephew got pneumonia and my mom's gallbladder exploded <laughs> all within like four days oh so, I've been in the hospital since, God, since I was, I was diag- diagnosed. I was exposed to COVID November 1st. So, she's been in the hospital since Halloween. Um, they just moved her from one facility to, I'm spilling your business, Mon. I know you're listening because I told you I was going to be on today. Um, hey, baby. They, 
<laughs> they moved her from one facility to the other because COVID cases are rising. So they wanted to spread out their patients more. But since she was the last one admitted to this one rehab place, they had to move her to another. So she's there. And I actually just talked to her before I joined the podcast today. I, we're 92% sure she'll be in there well to New Year's. So mm. our family's going through it. Um, but it, you know what? It, this, no, nothing ever tests you hard enough about family strength and love than hardships. And then when all, and my family's not big at all. There's five of us. Me, my sister, myself, Moose, my nephew, and my mom. Wait, that's four, right? Math, five. The four mm-hmm. or five, four, whatever. Like, so we're not big. Um, but we've all stepped up because our mom is sick. Like, my sister's taking care of finances at home. My nephew's 14, and I'm sure this matured him a, a little bit too. But, like, we've all stepped up to do our part to just make sure that we are still a family and still together. And it sucks because we can't see our mom. Like, I saw my mom on Thanksgiving, but, like, I literally looked at the front desk lady. I was like, I brought food, and I'm not leaving. I didn't mm. say that, but I was like, can I just hang out for, like, an hour? And then, like, she had called someone. They're like, yeah, he's fine. And I ended up staying for, like, two and a half hours. She but, like, needs a margarita. It's, <laughs> yes, she does. She <laughs> loves her, her tangeray. Her, her tangeray, that's her drink of choice. But um, it's, it's, it's a crazy world, and, like, I'm not getting any younger. She's not getting any younger. Like, we're all getting older. Little. It's just crazy to think that, like, the end of 2020 – Two of the four of us were in the hospital, and one is still in there. But it's a rehab facility, so she's doing a lot better. She just has to get her mobility back and her strength. So she's doing Good. ten times better. What's going on? Is your surgery still going to happen? Well, I've gained a lot of weight in quarantine, so we'll see. I have not been to my dietitian in person in about three months. Hmm. I do have one scheduled for December 22nd. But let me tell you, Hot Pockets are so much easier to make than me cooking. <laughs> so I don't know because I was supposed to lose 10 pounds but I know I gained 5 before I got sick but so we, we you know what who knows Eric I don't know that's 2020 what's okay. the model of 2020 we don't know it doesn't count I <laughs> it wish it did count. count that's so nice <laughs> what, what, <laughs> control alt delete right that, that's what Vinny, Vinny said to me the other day uh, and I, I pissed off Vinny last week we have had to We've had to repair that, but what did Vinny say? We, he was talking about we were looking at shoes, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, wear these out for the first time in, in 2021 when the world's back together." I'm like, "You mean 2023?" He's like, "Oh yeah, that's right. 2020 doesn't count for age or anything else in anybody's life. We can just, you know, it doesn't. I, I won't be 42 next year. I'll just stay stagnant at 41, like how everyone, <laughs> Alex, sorry, how uh, women start having 30th birthday anniversaries." <laughs> Well, do I get to repeat my thirtieth birthday? Because it was shit this year. Yes. Yes. Can I? Wait a can minute. I? What? No, we. I can't stay thirty-seven. <laughs> this is a fun year. No. I would love to repeat my thirtieth birthday, but we said it, in March last year we said, you know what, your birthday next year, Alex, we can do something big. Looks like we won't be able to do that either. Like, like we're at the end of 2020 and it ain't looking too good for 2021. Sorry. Well, no, no, because like my sister, well, she, yeah, she had a COVID birthday the 21st and I had one that's May 28th. We thought about doing something together, like doing a sibling type thing. Like, is there anything you and Thomas could think about doing together? 
So yes, we do have access to a lovely RV <laughs> and we are going to take Shut that. Up. That's my oh, dream. we are going to take that bad boy. So one of my best girlfriends lives in Nashville. Um, and so we were discussing either taking it down to Nashville and then New Orleans is, I want to say seven hours from Nashville, or we're going to take it to the beach, um, in the Carolinas. Who's RV? Can, can a, can a <laughs> fake cousin rent it? <laughs> I don't, well, it, that's a, that's a, so I had, it's his sister's who okay. was living with us for like a month. So I, there is stuff to fill you in on, honey. It's a lot. Okay. Anyway, I don't have a roommate cool. anymore, but I did. But you got an RV though, right? Yes, I still have an RV. Okay. Well, she has the RV. No, we have an RV. Yes. <laughs> yes, and it's so it's it's retro. Like it's definitely not one of the newer ones. It's retro, but I think that makes it cute. <laughs> That's awesome, Floyd. I just sent you a picture. Um, it was on the internet last night. It's like, uh, it's like the the bottom dollar Jason Momoa with his corgi. <gasps> Listen, don't you talk about my man, okay? Oh, that's right. You love him. I forgot. It's all coming back to me now, like Celine Dion. <laughs> don't you talk about I my didn't, man? Oh, there it is. I, I didn't get a picture yet. Let he looks look like he lost it. weight. He has lost a lot of weight. Good. He's ready. For, he's getting ready for his police exam. Did did he happen? He is it, so fine. Oh, <laughs> look at his hair. I took. I was like, your hair is is now Disney Prince like ready. <laughs> um, down. What has he been doing? Just working out. Um, not really. He'll, he'll he'll go out and walk at night, but he's been he's it's he just changed his eating. One hundred percent changed his eating. But nice. his job, he has to do a lot of actually. Yeah, he has to do a lot of walking very briskly all day and he works like 12 13 hour shifts so okay. um he, he was good. already he does and he got his braces <laughs> off i'm like listen listen here honey if you don't and i whispered to you i go does he have a grill and you're like no girl he got braces I said, oh, okay, okay. but can i share something can i share oh you guys are two guys tell me this this is very podcast worthy he might be mad we had a little bit of an argument the other day um it is not like there are things that i know and things that i don't know we went and got my ring finger resized a couple weeks ago. I do know that. I know he's saving money actively. I, you know what I mean? So I know these things are happening. And we were having a conversation about something. And um, I was like, Jesus, we're never going to get married. I was like, we're going to get married like in five years. <laughs> right. And he got a little snippy with me. I understand. I know that that comment was like kind of bratty of me. But then he's like, he basically said that he is salty that he has he's saving up this much money and he's got to spend it on me and can't spend it on himself. That's not a great comment. And I was like, "What though?" I was like, "What? Are you what?" <laughs> I was like, "I'm sorry. I didn't know." And he's like, "I didn't mean it like that." I was like, "Yes, you did. That's how you said it." And he's like, "I don't often have this much money." And he loves to buy. He's like, "Um he likes to build guns like from scratch so he almost like people like to build computers and it's like, very expensive and <laughs> yeah it's like no honestly like I you can Eric, you 
Eric's noise was my face. I was like, what? I, I would rather, <laughs> you know what? I, I'd rather take somebody down with a computer than a gun, even if I even if I have to throw it at them. It is. I have grown to understand like the value that he places in it. It's. I get it. I understand. And a lot of those things are really expensive. Like some parts are like a hundred bucks, and others are like nine hundred. Um, but. He's like, he's like all this pressure and then I have all this money and I don't get to see any of it. And I'm just like, um, <laughs> not, uh, not a great, uh, my, I was my salty. God. I was so salty. This was days ago. Obviously I've gotten over it cause I'm like swooning over him right now, but still I was so And salty. on New Year's Eve, Alex will be proposed to. God damn, maybe. I, I, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> I was that boyfriend when I had one back in the day and we won't speak of his name. Mm. He trying to get back in the, he trying to get back in these DMs but I'm like, no. Um, <laughs> my name is, um, no, my number is, no. <laughs> so, so maybe this was a diversion because like you took the bait. This is, I'm just going to say this, like you took the bait because you were mad and you were upset but you're like, I got over it now and you brought it up so it's still weighing a little bit on your mind. Girl, yes. it's something about to happen for you. It hurt it's my feelings. That was a terrible diversion if it was, because that hurt my damn feelings. And it's like, a, sorry that marrying me is such a burden to you. <laughs> like, and I have to be a, I'm to be a black grandmother to you. I feel something in my spirit that something good is going to happen <laughs> to you before the new year. If not, within the new year. I, it, I'm telling you, it was he planned this. So I was so hurt. I've seen too many Tyler Perry movies not to know. I can't believe I forgot to tell. I forgot to tell you guys that. Like I can't believe it because I was just like, what? <laughs> you figured out he would have saved up some money from having to take your ass to the movies and that fifty dollars worth of things you're dragging into the theater with you. No, that's all him, not me. I will gladly walk into that movies with some McDonald's in my purse. That is all him. <laughs> He's the one that must have all of these things. It's um, just. Now I've come over to the dark side. I gotta, uh, I gotta hop to some station stuff here. But Floyd, it was sensational to hear you. the uh, The title of today's podcast will be "The Bitch Is Back." <laughs> I love it. This is so. This was such a great surprise. And then Alex, tomorrow you can get your Philly tea porn on. Uh, oh. oh, it's so fun! He's just letting us have it on Instagram. Uh, yes, he is. Well, we've already scolded him for like just basically throwing <laughs> OnlyFans money away. Right. That's true. Floyd, That's do true. You, do you remember what he said? Uh, there, we had the, the the older guys come in from Scrooge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, or, the Toledo rap people came in. Yeah, and do you remember like Philip not being a big fan of it? Because, like, he said they've been doing it's the same thing every year. It's, it's the same thing every year, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this year I guess they're they're doing it digitally or virtually, like everybody's I, doing. I got the little newsletter. They're doing it on demand. Yeah, and I, I sent that to him, and I think he, like, put an exclamation uh, emphasis <laughs> on it. But, yeah, there's, there's just those little things that we remember about Philip because he's so, he's so jolly and gleeful and happy. But, man, the things that irk him, like, they get him to the core. Don't bring up a Christmas carol and don't bring up Mamma Mia. Yes, yeah, yeah, it was Christmas Carol. Yeah. I got a Max Boyle update the other day. What was the update? It was in my Facebook, uh, my Facebook memories. I think it was our, it, what, we did something and he was, oh, I shared the video of him performing one of my favorite songs. That's what it was. And I was going to send it to you all, but I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. He's in Nashville now. You can stop by in the RV and see him. He, <laughs> 
he better um, Robin thick it up. I hope he's not doing any folk stuff. Um. All right. Um. Uh, bye, everybody. Uh, Floyd, what's um, you, you'll keep us on. <laughs> you'll keep us on your schedule. Yes, but I got to end the show correctly. A Please do. Back. Bye. Uh, bye. Bye.